Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. All right, welcome to another edition of It's Still Real to Me. My pal Joey Levin here with me, Zaslo Show 2.0. Of course, we are finally here. It is WrestleMania weekend. We got a WrestleMania preview show planned for you. And of course, everything Zaslow Show 2.0, including It's Still Real to Me, is brought to us by our title sponsor, Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. If you've been involved in any kind of accident, car, motorcycle, boat, slip and fall, the first call that you're going to make right after you call 911 is to Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. Let them take care of you. You worry about getting healthy, and they're going to get you the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Joey, good morning. We are finally here, Saturday, WrestleMania. And I would tell you, I, I feel like the anticipation, the excitement level, I, I think we're at a fever pitch this year. Yeah. It's uh, I, I I think I talked about it a, a, like last week or the week. I don't know. But there was a moment where I wasn't really sure how I felt about this WrestleMania. And now I'm more excited about this this two day event than I've been in a long time. Night one is is unbelievable. Night one could just be WrestleMania. 
even without Roman and Cody, night one could be WrestleMania. And then obviously Roman and Cody's incredible. Well, I so, think yeah. what you got to do. All right. So, so I've been to one, I went to WrestleMania 37. So a couple of years ago, which was the first time that they did a two night affair in front of the live crowd, even though it was still like COVID capacity, live crowd in Tampa. And it's very expensive. WrestleMania. I'm only going to be able to afford to go one night with my sons. It's like, all right, do we go to night one or do we go to night two? And we let's go to night one, especially because it's the first night back with a live crowd. So we wanted to be there for the first night. So we went to night one. But inevitably what happens, of course, is the main event to the show is going to be night two. And that's the same thing with this year. So, and you know, that year it was Roman Reigns against Daniel Bryan and Edge and the night one main event for us was Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. But I think what they do, and like you just said here, how night one tonight, the card is sick. It could be WrestleMania on its own. My guess is for that exact reason that I just mentioned, they load up night one so mm. that no one thinks they're getting shortchanged that they don't get the main event if they didn't go to night two. You think so? Yeah, I, that probably that makes sense because no matter what, if you go to night two, you're getting the 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 car the match that the card was built around. Yep. So you can't even if the rest of it's not great, even though Finn and Edge is on night two, so that's gonna be cool. But um, yeah, you won't you can't go home disappointed because something great's gonna happen in that main event. And like I would tell you, when I went to just night one in Tampa a couple years ago, night one was far and away the better night. So yeah. I was very happy. You know, that that we ended up choosing night one. Of course, last year, uh, WrestleMania 38. And and here's what we got coming up today. We're going to do a whole WrestleMania preview. We'll go over each match. And we're going to do a little Mount Rushmore, which I did with a couple of my guests this week on Zaslow Show 2.0. And we're going to update our our ultimate WrestleMania bracket challenge coming up in a few moments here. But we're coming off of a WrestleMania last year, Joey. WrestleMania 38, which I think was one of the best WrestleManias in a very, very long time, and probably unexpectedly, right? Like I was, I was wowed with both nights of WrestleMania last year. Uh, of it was, it was just, it was such a fun weekend, and you know, essentially built around Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like that's yeah. that's what I remember the most. And that night, I mean, I I'm never gonna forget. Just I was hysterically laughing the whole Stone Cold Vince McMahon night two segment. Uh, the worst stunner ever, which of course it actually makes it the best stunner ever. Like anyone who was upset about that stunner, you're nuts. That stunner yeah. was amazing. Yeah, of course. I couldn't stop laughing. 70 something year old man. It was amazing. Amazing. So last year was a great, great, I think surprisingly great WrestleMania. And, and I think we're in store for some awesome stuff this year. It's the first WrestleMania that triple H you know, has has always, uh, you know, hands all over. Yep. Last night, we had the go-home SmackDown. We had the Hall of Fame. I, di- I haven't watched the Hall of Fame yet, but I know the the, the big deal was uh, uh, Dominic and Judgment Day walked out during Ray's speech. They just up and left. They Well, not even at, at, during, like almost probably like 30 seconds, maybe a minute in. Yeah, it was, by the way, a, a couple things. Conan... Conan was awesome. Just, he inducted Ray. He inducted Ray, yeah, and I Ray got, I got, yeah. I got goosebumps a couple times listening to him talk about Ray. I was like, man, like obviously we know the history with them. They're best friends. He he brought Ray in. I mean, he he started Ray's career. But at one point, he go he said, I've uh, I've often asked Ray if I could be in his family. Maybe I can replace Dom. And then they cut to Dom, just like no no reaction. But the one thing that was very strange about the night is that it's obviously they because Ray is mixed into an actual storyline and he's active. Yeah, they're trying to keep it kayfabe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But Rhea Ripley's boyfriend, AW superstar Buddy Matthews, is sitting next to her. He was there. Yes. Andrade was there with Charlotte. Malachi Black was there with Zelina. That's cool. Uh yeah, I mean it's, but that's my point. Is like on a under normal circumstances, you don't have active wrestlers and storylines going on with the Hall of Fame. So it's like a they try to make it like a red carpet event, and you bring your significant other. So they did that this year, but also Rhea and Dom storyline are together, and then Rhea's boyfriend is sitting next to her. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. 
it was a weird thing. There's a lot of shots on Twitter. If you go out there, people are like, look at this. Like, what? <laughs> like what's going on? That's right? weird. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's cool that the AEW guys were there, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, did Buddy Matthews have to be there? Sitting with Rhea Ripley, like yeah, I didn't I love it. I, I mean, it's no. just like, I think of, of all of it for this one time, you can just be like, let's let's just let's yeah. just like keep the story. But it was fine. I mean, they didn't. Interesting that they didn't. I don't remember when I was watching it them showing like when the Ray and Dom and Conan stuff was going on. I don't remember seeing him. So I think they did a good maybe, job of, ju- of. Is it possibly of, had a move for that part? Maybe, but but there are shots out there of people like. Look what's happening here. <laughs> so Ray ended up being the headliner, though. Remember, we were wondering, is he, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I like what they did where they're, they're clearly, because I think it got to a point a few years ago where the Hall of Fame was so long. And and by the time you got to the headliner, people had left. So what was it? They had just five well, this guys. Year, who were this, year, this year, two posthumously. So those were shorter. And then you have Gray Muda, who doesn't speak English. So it was very short. It was oh, only like a two-hour thing. Yeah, Stacey, and Stacy Keebler wasn't super long, but you had obviously Andy Kaufman got inducted. Tim White, the referee. I like how they inducted Tim White. That's cool. Yeah. Did they? Who, yeah. who inducted him? I, I I didn't watch it. I I I like I I fell asleep and then I watched Ray this morning. So I, I wonder I, if they I, I told asleep. like cool Andre the Giant stories because Tim oh, White yeah, was yeah. Andre's guy. Well, in the beginning of the show, when because they had to do a switchover from SmackDown to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So the first like 15, 20 minutes of the coverage was Michael Cole and Wade Barrett throwing backstage to Maria Menounos and Saxton and Kathy Kelly for I like, like that, like red carpet interviews while they were changing the stage and the, yeah. and the ring over. So, and during that, Michael Cole talked about Tim white and how his relationship with Andre and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting stuff. I'd like to go back and watch whoever inducted Tim white. Cause but I mean, Muda, he was Andre's guy. Great Muda may be the best speech of all time. Just <laughs> I'm the great Muda. I do not speak English. Thank you. I know it. And then he, he did like, the, and no, then he did the miss. No, he said, "Thank you, WWE. Thank you, Flair. Good luck to everybody." And then that was it. <laughs> Why did he thank Flair? Because Flair inducted him. Oh, okay. All right. Very good. Yeah, yeah. that's Flair important inducted. to note. It was. It was like it was maybe three minutes. It was maybe uh, like a I like it. Seat. It, was, it was amazing. I like it. Uh, hey, let's update our WrestleMania, our Ultimate WrestleMania Bracket Challenge. It's on my Twitter feed, at Zazlo Show. You could still vote today on the Final Four. That's going to end tonight. Uh, no, actually, maybe tomorrow it'll end. And then Well, well I was, so I was going to say, Zaz, it's it's a runaway. The Final Four is a runaway. Maybe you just end it early and we start. So maybe I end it get... early tomorrow? No, no, end it early today. I mean, okay. I'm telling you, the right now we got Andre uh, on. Hogan slamming Andre is beating once in a lifetime by a landslide. That there, it's not. It's that's gonna win. And then you got Stone Cold versus The Rock at seventeen, beating uh, HBK, um, retiring Ric Flair in a pretty much in a landslide. You could probably end it today and just put up the finals today. Maybe so we're happens. gonna get Hogan versus Andre against Stone Cold Rock WrestleMania seventeen. Yeah, that's gonna be the finals. Interesting. I mean, you could let it run, but it has like a like it has like thirty hours left. Yeah. And I, but I don't think. I don't see like uh, some kind of miracle comeback happening here. Did you vote for both of those? Yes. Okay. I voted for Stone Cold and I voted for Hogan Andre. Okay. I just, I'm surprised that once in a lifetime made it to the final four. I I just, it wasn't once in a lifetime. I get it that at the moment it was once in a lifetime. You got to look at it in the moment. I know that, but I don't feel like a lot of people are doing that in this. (laughs) I just don't because there are moments in this that I'm like shocked didn't go farther. I can't believe once in a lifetime in the moment was not better than Brock Lesnar ending the streak. I'm sorry right, for all right. you people. And that beat the streak. So like, obviously people are not, people are remembering it in the way that obviously it's, it's everyone's choice. They're remembering it the way they want to remember it. But if you're just talking about a moment and the factor of that moment, you could argue that Brock ending the streak is the craziest WrestleMania moment ever. I watched, like, it's funny, like WWE's been putting out clips, obviously, the last couple of days, and they put out a clip of the finish, and then the aftermath, you know, the post-match of Undertaker and Brock, and just th- the reaction from the crowd, It's it was so well done. And what yeah. I mean by it was so well done, Brock wins the match, they don't start playing his music, everyone just kind of, like, they let it breathe. The Heyman's whole reaction. moment breathes they're panning to the crowd Heyman Brock 
crowd, crowd. I mean, the faces on every, but Brock's music's not playing. So you could hear kind of the silence, like you the, know, the, the really loud silence, you know, yeah. you could hear. And it's huge not having his music play because it also lends this, it lends this moment of doubt with the crowd where, wait, was that supposed to happen? So, cause, so, cause his music is not right. playing. Yeah. And then after like 60 seconds, the PA announce the, the ring announcer comes on and says, your winner, Brock Lesnar. And then his music starts to right. play. It yeah. was so well done. I, I couldn't believe that it got beat. I, I thought it would be in the finals for sure. It's, it's the craziest. It's one of the most, it's one of the craziest things I I've witnessed as a wrestling fan, just live. Like not, I wasn't there like watching it live on TV. Well, and for me, macho but, and steamboat is what hooked me on wrestling at six years old. That's yeah. what that, 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 yeah. I mean, I fell in love with wrestling yeah. at six years old, watching macho and steamboat. Yeah. But I, but like, to me, I, I understand w- w- people's um, love of that match in that moment. But I think like, Again, you got you for you personally, but I think if you say like overall, you got to remember it as the moment. I don't know that that sticks because that's not even the moment from that WrestleMania. The moment from that WrestleMania right. is Hogan Andre, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and obviously some shows have multiple moments. Like, it was still a great story too, Macho and Steel. Yeah. Great, he yeah. he, but like he rammed the ring bell down his throat. He broke Ricky Steamboat's but, larynx. But like, like he had to learn it, how to talk again, Joey. But like I think just the HBK retiring flair is a perfect example. Like, is it the best moment in WrestleMania history? It, it's it's a great moment, but I think just the same way you're talking about like Brock and Taker, the way it was produced, mm-hmm. the way that the, the the like if the if the camera is not perfect, like if they don't happen to catch Shawn Michaels saying, I'm sorry, I love you. Yeah. It's not one of the greatest moments ever. Yep. It's not. Yep. But the fact that they got him saying it in that moment yeah. makes it one of the greatest moments in the history of wrestling. You're right. It's just it's so it was so perfect. And then and then it makes it to the final four. Whereas like the heist of the century, that's not one of the I mean, come on. If we're talking about just a moment, like yep. wrong there's just a I mean, there's so many, but that's what it is. I will say I was worried about my seating at a certain point, but we did end up with a one seed, a two seed, and a three seed in the final four and then a nine seed once in a lifetime, which I probably seeded a little low because of my own personal Cinderella. Yeah. FAU. Cinderella. All right. Let's, uh, let's get after it here. Let's do it. All right. Let's go through each match here. We'll start with night one. We know that opening the night is the United States championship. Austin theory versus John Cena. The pop for John Cena is going to be awesome tonight. I'm very excited for that moment. I'm guessing Cena comes out first, gets the night started, right? Sure. Right? Yeah, so absolutely. C- that's yeah. going to be Cena. It's this match is going to be the balls, man. It's going to be great. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't wait for this. I think it's a great choice to start the show. I think Austin Theory, though, is a lot to win the match. Like, can you convince me that Theory's not going to win? No, I'm going to have some. He- I'm going to just tell you, I'm going to be straight up right off the bat. I'm going to have some hedging here on my picks because I'm still not totally sold on all of them. Um, yes. Theory, I think it seems like a shoe in that he's going to win. That, but I could see a scenario where Cena wins, open challenge Monday loses to somebody, maybe a debut or a return. And 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 I will say this: I don't think that hurts Theory. He's so young. He there's so much he can do. Losing to Cena at Mania, just like when he lost the lost his uh, cash in, I, I think he, they it's a little see bit him, of a different character though. Yeah, I, I yes, but I don't think it hurts him to lose to Cena if it happens. Will he there be any be... kind of reconciliation at the end of the match between Theory and Cena? Cena is Theory's hero growing up. No, I don't think so. No, no. Cena, Cena. If Cena, no. Theory's one. Someone's getting buried one way or the other. Uh, I understand what you're saying. I think Theory is 100 percent winning this match. Yeah, well, he's the he's the heavy odds-on favorite. So, we'll, have you uh... seen what the stage looks like? It's pretty sick. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's like cool. Academy Awards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty. It awesome. makes me think. That, by the way, I know I'm already going off on tangent. I still, I'm still. There's still a little bit of me that feels like The Rock shows up. I hope so, man. Be amazing. All right, let's keep it moving here. Uh, how about let's talk the 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 showcase match, tag team championship showcase match, 
for well not tag team championship but showcase match i guess will this be for number one contender do we have to assume i don't that? know i have so little interest in this match but i will make a pick i have okay. just so little oh. so braun Strowman and ricochet street that's profits that's my pick alpha academy viking raiders so you're going braun Strowman and ricochet even though ricochet won the singles match last night isn't that usually a dead giveaway that they're not wwe seems to wwe seems to really like this pairing i don't get it Uh, they do nothing for me i don't think i I just oh here's the thing i don't think street profits win and i don't think um otis and no no i could see i could actually see viking raiders win. oh i think alpha academy is gonna win Interesting. I think Alpha Academy. They have the thing going on, but they have the yeah. thing going on with Maximum Male Models. Yeah, and... well, yeah, they're the only ones involved in any kind of. Now, real story did you watch line. SmackDown? Did you watch all of SmackDown last night? I didn't watch the last segment, believe it or not, which probably. But did you watch the movie. opening segment? Yeah. Uh, you had the little the thing you love. Usos are leaving. Love uh, street, that. Street Profit music's come on, and they have love like the little that. things. Love so, when they cross paths. So love maybe, it. maybe that's. I, mean, I don't know if that's telling us something. And of course, I, I really loved that moment. Yeah, yeah love yeah. that. Love but I'm that. just saying, I don't know if that's telling us something foreshadowing. I, I think Alpha Academy. They've already had a. They've already had a back and forth, but I think Alpha Academy's going to win. We'll see. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go to the uh, the trios. The the six woman tag: Becky Lynch, Lita, Trish Stratus against Damage Control. I, I I gotta tell you, I I don't love Becky and Lita as the tag champs. I think they're essentially a transition uh title holder to eventually get those titles to Rhonda and Shayna. All right. You also get the mainstream attraction where oh Lita just won a tag team title. I think they're totally just transition champions here to eventually get it to those girls. And it may not be a popular opinion. I just and I know we're supposed to suspend disbelief. I don't think Lita looks very good in the ring, you know? No, she's not. I mean, she does not look very good. So I hate the whole idea of, you know, the women's tag team. Like, this this is the best tag team, a team that just got together. uh, One woman who has not wrestled in, in, you know, several years. And by the way, does not look good anyway when she's there. So I don't like the whole Becky Lita thing. I think Lita and Trish will be made to look good because Becky's amazing, so I'm sure they'll look fine tonight. But I think Damage Control wins this match and finally get their moment, especially because, Joey, that whole promo from Becky on Monday night was about how Damage Control has done nothing since they debuted, which is totally true. I think Damage Control wins tonight. I don't. I don't think you bring back Trish and Lita to lose. I just, I don't. Um, It's different. No, I don't think so. But I, I do think... I, I could see where you're, where you're coming from. Now, there's been a lot of rumors about Trish's what what Trish's future with the, after this match and what she might do. That she's going to stick around for a little bit. That she may do. You want to do you want the rumor or do you want to just let it play out on Mania? Nah, I want to let it play out. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I think I'm going to go the other way. I think Trish. I think uh, whatever. I think Damage Control is not. I don't think they. I, I think Bailey may have a singles run coming soon. I, I don't. I think Becky's right. I think Damage Control has been a huge flop. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bailey's great, but the whole group itself—they were hot really early on, and it's just sort of fizzled. Like, Gosh, I don't know and, if there's and, much. And left I, I love Dakota Kai's character, and Io Sky is legit one of the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing her do but, solo. Stuff. But I, I just think like, I think you got to keep some momentum behind Becky and Lita. So that there is some build some heat with, when they get to Ronda when, and Shayna. When they get to Ronda and Shayna. Yeah. If they lose, it's like, all right, so they're the chance that they lost. I don't know. So I'm picking that. Seth Rollins, Logan Paul. To me, out of every match on the card both nights, this is the one that I really think is 50-50. I could see it going either way. Uh, I think Seth Rollins is going to win. It feels like it just shows how great his character is and how great a performer he is where – He's so over despite when's the last time Seth Rollins won a big match. Like he, he lost to Roman last year. He lost a thousand times in a row to Cody Rhodes. Like Rollins does not win big matches anymore. And I feel like this is a good spot for him to win a big match. This match is going to be a banger. We're going to, this can be an interesting when we do our reaction. Cause I'm going opposite of everything. Uh, I, I think it's Logan. Um, I think they have big plans for him. Although there's been all these reports about his contract is up after this, after Mania. 
But he did say on Helwani's, he did an interview with Helwani and he said they'd be fucking stupid not to renew my contract. Yep. Um, so, and he's right. Here's something that people are not really taking into account. Backlash, which I'm going to, is in Puerto Rico, home of the Paul brothers. That's where they live? Jake Paul lives there. And Logan's there a lot. Jake Paul lives there because he trains there, taxes and the whole thing. Um, Logan's out in LA. That's where he does his podcast, but he's there a lot because that's where Jake lives. So there's a connection there. Maybe we have a, a big Logan Jake thing at Backlash. Okay. With Bad Bunny. Um, with Bad Bunny. Well, Bad Bunny's hosting. So we yeah. know Bad Bunny's going to be there. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be there. I just don't know how I'm going to get my tickets yet because they did this stupid combo thing where you had to buy SmackDown and Backlash. Well, tickets. why don't you just buy the combo and not go to SmackDown? Like it just is what it is. Because I did well, because I wanted to get good tickets. And to get good tickets, you had to buy the same level tickets for right. both nights. So yeah. I'd be paying like five, six hundred bucks. So I'd be paying like a, a a large amount for something I don't want to go to. Or I could buy shitty tickets for both nights to pay less. Now, if, if you're getting on a plane, I feel this way about any event that I ever have to get on a plane to. If I'm getting on a plane, I'm in. I got to get good seats. Like right. either you're yeah. in or you're out. If you're getting on a plane, you're in. So you, you just, you got to get good seats. I also don't know much about the arena. So I don't know. Right. It may, if it, is it one of those places where every seat's good? Like, I don't know. So I'm still trying to figure it out. All right. I All have right. everything else. I have everything else booked, the flight and the Airbnb. I just don't have the tickets. All right. So we're essentially opposites here so far. Now let's get to the really big stuff. Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio. Mm-hmm. I got Dominic. I think I, 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 he's, he's like the hottest heel. All right. I don't think you want to take any of that heat away from him. Uh, I, I, you know, I was hoping it was going to be a career match. It's obviously not. I think Dominic wins this match. I don't think Ray puts him in his place. Are are you willing to go against me? No, I think Dominic wins. Well, I could see Ray winning, but I do think Dominic wins. I also think that Dominic is the future leader of the LWO. Right, they, they made the LWO last night with right. with uh, Legado, Legado del Fantasma. Yeah. Which was an awesome moment. I Funny. thought that was so cool. I yeah. thought it was so cool. Um, I could see a scenario where Legado turns on Ray. And Judgment and, Day and, just and, disbands and Dominic goes. Point, and, I mean, it has to at some point, right? Doesn't it? If you're going to, I mean, if Rhea's going to be the champ, which we'll get to. And Finn is going to eventually get inserted into like a higher level thing. Like, didn't they all kind of have to like go their own way? They're not, they're not the bloodline. Like, yeah, they're, but, they're, but, but, they're only but, together but it by, is a really I mean, good faction though. Like it is, you know, it is, but it's, I don't think it can last forever. But, but I do maybe. think there's something to what you're saying about Santos Escobar, because he is a piece of shit. I mean, he's, he's, he's been a, a he, baby he's, face he's, for he's like the healers. last, yeah, he's been a baby face for like the last month and a half, two months with this storyline. But yeah. His the the entire start with him in NXT where he had the mask and then he eventually took like he's a piece of shit. So yeah, I, I could see this being a swerve in some way with him. Yeah, I mean it, the worshiping Ray and being a face because he it seems Ray, like a little it, much. Well, it can only last for so long too. Yeah, I mean Ray, Ray and Zelina Vega too. Zelina's a natural heel. Nobody wants to root for her. She's so easy to hate. Yeah, by the but I I hope they actually keep LWO. I hope it's a thing. Like I would love to see more people. Andrade comes when Andrade comes back. Maybe he's part of it. Um, I don't know. I think it's. I think there's there's stuff there. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we got two more for night one. The Tag Team Championship. 
Do we think that this is going to main event? Do we yes. know yet? It sounds like, according to the, the 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 rumor mill, that they're leaning that way. It should. Yeah, it I would. Should. Yeah, I was actually thinking about it. There's so many like either great matches or emotional matches that like if you put Charlotte and Rhea last, not that it's not gonna. I think it's a know, mistake. Th- there's a chance it could disappoint. Yeah. I'm not saying it will disappoint. But there's so much emotion in the Sami Zayn match, and there's so much emotion in the Ray and Dom match. It has to end the would, night. That that if that if Charlotte and Rhea end the night, and it doesn't end the right way, or it doesn't go the right way, it could take all the air out of the room. Bloodline, the the, the, the aftermath of the Bloodline night one has to end the night leading into night two. It's so yeah. easy. It's yeah. such a simple decision. I mean, I know the biggest star you could say outside of Cena. On the card set uh, uh, tonight is Charlotte Flair, but or Sammy. <laughs> but but no, the, the, I'm not kidding, Sammy. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking like an all time. Oh, thing, oh, oh you okay. know, historically, yeah, historically, historically the biggest yeah. star Ray, outside I mean, Ray, Cena Ray, is Charlotte. Ray. I mean, the Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. There is someone who's in the Hall of Fame. There's only one Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, I guess there's three. Well, but two. There, there's only uh, only only one uh, active right. Hall of Famer. Right. On right. the card, uh, Usos against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I, I think this one's one of the easier ones. Sami and KO. I don't see how they don't win unless there's some. I don't think it's an easy one at all. I think Usos win. I'm picking Usos. Really? I think it's. Usos I mean, is KO going to double cross Sami like he always does? I don't know what happens there, but I think it's Usos. Can you imagine? I think, and this, I'm spoiling my pick, but I think Usos. Have the titles, Roman doesn't, and that's where we go after this. That's a good direction. I don't think that's what happens, but that that is a good yeah. direction where yeah. it's like, I hey, we took care of business about you, player. Yeah, I'm just going against. I'm going. I'm going contrarian to what most people. I, I think there seems to be a consensus, and a lot of times when there's a consensus, people are right with mm-hmm. this. It seems like there's too much of a consensus of what's going to happen in every match this year. Everyone seems to know everything that's going to happen. They can't all be right. So I got to go against the grain on some of them. I got to those. So Charlotte, Rhea, uh, I, th- I think I think Rhea's walking away with the title. I think Charlotte, uh, I'm not going to call her a placeholder or a transition champ, but I think taking the belt off of Ronda, putting it on Charlotte, is is the main purpose is to get that belt to Rhea. And I think we've been, I think we've been headed for this for a while now. She's, you know, they built her up into this monster woman heel she's a big star and i can only imagine and, the- and and she has to be a star she wants to be a star she, she needs it she needs it she needs it there's a difference between a want and a need and she needs and you need this. to fear her and she needs you to fear her yeah this match is gonna be great it kind of comes full circle they fought at 35 at 36 excuse me in the performance center where charlotte won the royal rumble and Rhea, said the champion nxt champion challenged the royal rumble winner and now it's the other way around, but still Rhea winning the Royal Rumble and challenging the champion Charlotte Flair. It's a pretty cool storyline when you look at it that way. Are you willing to pick Charlotte or are you going with Rhea also? Uh, this is another one where I'm picking Rhea because it's the what it seems we've been leading to for a long time. But Charlotte cut the heel promo. And if you wanted to make her into the biggest heel ever and have her on go just go on a dominant, like absurdly dominant heel uh, title run, like Roman esque for the women's division, you have her beat Rhea here because there will never be more hate than if she doesn't. Like if she doesn't put Rhea over here, she'll never be more hated. But then, what do you the do WWE with Rhea? Day. Challenge the other title? I don't know. Or I suppose she. Could, Keep, she I mean, she could fight her again Dom. tomorrow. Uh, or I Monday. mean, you, I mean, you still have the potential legato LWO versus Judgment Day stuff that could still be going. I don't know, but I'm just saying yeah, there. Again, can like, Andrade return and be part of but, LWO? But I well, I would, yes, certainly. I mean, I I hope so. But um, I think similar to Theory, Rhea's very young. Losing to Charlotte at Mania may seem like it is crushing her, but I don't think it does. I think she's going to win. I think it's the time. But I also don't think losing just destroys her like everyone's going to think it does. And Charlotte has been around forever. Like, I don't know how many more championship runs she has. And she's only been champion for, like, a few weeks. Like, if she beats Rhea, she becomes, like, the monster heel of all heels. And then you could just throw a bunch of people at her for a while. And then have Rhea. I don't know. But I, I think Rhea wins. 
All right, so we have night one. Before we get to night two, let's let let let's get to my Mount Rushmore that I've asked a couple. Of, I know you've noticed I've asked a couple of my mm-hmm. guests this week on Zaslow Show 2.0, and I think you want to get your thoughts in here. And this yeah, Mount I, saw, Rushmore, I watched. Yeah, I saw the one you did with with uh, Chris Van Vliet. Yeah, and and by the way, if if you miss any of Zaslow Show 2.0 or previous episodes, if it's still real to me, you could always go back wherever you listen to the show. And you can, you can go back and listen. It's very, very easy. So anyway, this came up because a few nights ago, it was halftime of the Heat game. And the game was terrible anyway. But it was halftime of the game. Like, all right, you know what? I'm in a WrestleMania kind of mood. It's WrestleMania week. Let's go back. Let's, let's put on that Peacock network, which I hate because it's really difficult to navigate through. And, and, and I'm, yeah, let's watch WrestleMania 8. I want to watch a little bit of Piper and... And, and Bret Hart, watched a little bit of Flair and Macho. It's a really good WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, the main event sucks. It, well, it, uh, it was Sid. It was Sid Sid Justice and, and Hulk Hogan. And Papa Shango misses his entrance. And an Ultimate Warrior returns uh, the shit main event. But anyway, yeah. so the night starts and the announcing crew, Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan. And I mean, what a, what a freaking treat that those the two guys. It's nonstop bickering the whole night. 30 seconds in, you, we get a, would you stop? I mean, like, it's, what a crew. And yeah. so I decided, all right, Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. It could be any promotion. Okay, so, so I wanted to, so I wanted to, I wanted to clarify this because I think when I was watching the Van Fleet, you said WWE, he did pro wrestling. So yes, yes. No, let's just do pro wrestling. Yeah. Pro well, wrestling. Mine's WWE. Mine's okay. WWE. That's that, mine. Mine's WWE too. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, when I see, because so, his wasn't, I like Joey Styles. He made great points about Joey Styles. Like he had time in Joey WWE Styles. though, Joey Styles. He was there for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but, but, but not really as a, not as right. like a play by play. He, but the, people do forget that the ECW days, he did those entire pay per views by himself. Right. Like, Which I think is what was, Chris said, right? Yeah. That's, and I, you forget about that. Chris brought that up. So he's, he's not wrong about that. But like mine was, I was thinking WWE and my list is WWE. Totally. Mine is too. Yeah. So let's, and that now, when, when I say that, I'm talking about, Play-by-play guys and the or color, color analyst, meaning yeah. meaning I'm not even considering Mean Gene. He's a reporter. Right, you know? yeah, sure. Right, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, Mean Gene is the greatest, you know, so I just want to put that out there. He's yeah, a yeah. reporter. I'm not considering right. Mean Gene. So not, Gar- so not Howard Garfinkel. Howard, Who? Howard, uh, oh, Howard, the Fink, Howard Finkel. Finkel? I think no. I said Garfinkel. I think I'm not Finkel. I meant Finkel. Simon and Garfinkel? Garfinkel. Uh, no, Finkel. I, I'm, I'm not considering the Fink, who, of course, is the GOAT ring announcer without question all right i mean how about by the way how about howard finkel's legacy it's i mean it's a thing in ufc now hashtag and new like that's the fink that's his legacy he's Mm -hmm. he's the one who started that i mean for Mm -hmm. me when i was a kid if i watched the championship match and the championship changed hands the big moment came when fink said and new like that Mm -hmm. you had to stick around for that Anyway, no, we're not talking about ring announcers or reporters. We're talking about play-by-play or analysts. So go ahead. Let me hear your four. Well, here's the thing. The reason why Van Vliet, his response popped me was because who I've been, I think I'm pretty clear here who my number one all time is. I've been pretty clear on this show. I think it's, to me, it's Michael Cole and it's not even close. And he mentioned Michael Cole immediately. Immediately. Now he said Michael Cole is one of the most underrated ever. And he's right because, and his point was people see him as that gimmicky stuff that he used to do, but Michael Cole, and it's not a ranking Mount Rushmore necessarily. Like some people do it as a ranking, but it's just four. But Michael Cole was like, to me, Michael Cole is the best ever. I, I just, I genuinely don't think it's close. Second is Bobby Heenan on the list. Not in any order, but Heenan, you can't beat Heenan. It's just, he did it. It was, he did it with Monsoon. He did it with Vince. He did it in WCW. Like he was just so good for so long on commentary. Now, Jim Ross is on there. Obviously, Jim Ross is on there. My controversial take is he's a little overrated. And here's why. Is he ruining his legacy? 
Well, AEW has ruined him for me a little bit. He's awful in AEW. I mean, like embarrassingly bad. Get him off. He gets names wrong. He's very inappropriate at times. He he misgenders. He did that a little early on. Like it was a little weird. He he's he's old. It's not his fault. He's old. He's a little out of touch. But I digress. Part of his now the the catchphrases and the and the and the reactions. No, he has the best ever. The, 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 they're some of the best ever. To me, I think a, Jim Ross though is a little bit a product of the fact that he was the he was the play by play for the best era in the history of wrestling. Like there were so many moments for him to have that catchphrase. The difference is Michael Cole. Michael Cole makes you feel the scene. Jim Ross reacts to the scene. So like. If it's not Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, he, he doesn't get to say Stone Cold, but it's because Stone Cold is Stone Cold. Okay. So there's a little bit to me where he's, a, but he's on there because he has all the moments. All right. So you and got I'm, three now, right? Okay. You got Michael yeah. Cole, Bobby Heenan, Jim Ross. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then the last one's really hard. I mean, there's so many, like, I, I think those three are like indisputable. Like those are three guys on the WWE Mount Rushmore. For me, it was really, it, it's, I'm still kind of, because I have like a list of guys, right? Because like, if you just take it in a vacuum in like th- what they did in their time on the table, I might put Paul Heyman in there. Okay. He was so damn good, and it, but it was so short. So it's like body of work is not there, but the, but the work that he did when he was there was inc- him and Jim Ross going back and forth during the invasion and stuff. So, so good. Um but he didn't do it long enough for me, so I'm going with Gorilla Monsoon. I, I got Gorilla Monsoon. I got Jim Ross, mm-hmm. Gorilla Monsoon. I mean, it, it's like so far and away those first two for me. Jim Ross, Gorilla Monsoon. I always lean heavily toward nostalgia, toward when I'm a kid. And I mean, mm-hmm. Gorilla Monsoon was the voice of my childhood with pro wrestling. Uh, Bobby Heenan. Uh, like those three are so easy for me. Jim Ross, Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby Heenan. And the fourth one for me, I got Jesse Ventura, man. Again, like I lean heavily toward my childhood. Vince and Jesse, Gorilla and Jesse. Jesse was an amazing heel commentator. Yeah. Incredible. Pukamania is going to die. Uh, just an incredible heel commentator. He was one of the first also to do the whole, I'm a broadcast journalist. <laughs> like, yeah. what? You know? Uh, yeah, I the, the body was so good, man. Yeah. So uh, those are the four for me. Those are my... Yeah. I mean, four. Jesse, the body's on my list of options for the fourth. Vince was on there. People forget Vince was really good. Yep. Just, you don't remember him because he went on to become the greatest heel in the history of wrestling. But Vince was great. Jerry, Jerry Lawler, I mean... I'll tell you what, though. Even Macho Man was really good. He was all over the place, but Macho Man was really good. I'll tell you what, like when I was watching, how about Piper? Piper for a while. Listen, the great, the the biggest, let I mean, the, the, I guess, disappointment or letdown, I guess, I don't know how you'd say it, is Mauro. Mauro should have been one of the best ever. Mauro Ranallo. Oh, Mauro Ranallo, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously his situation, he left the company for whatever reason, but he could have been, he was supposed to be like the predecessor. Like he was supposed yeah. to be next. Yeah, He's incredible. He is, by the way, he might be the greatest combat sports commentator in the history of combat sports. I liked him when he was on WWE, when he did NXT. But, I, I liked him. But he's liked done it. He, he did pride. He does boxing. He does MM. He does Bellator. He did WWE. Like Morrow's been everywhere. People don't probably realize that because he's not always he hasn't didn't do WWE that long but Morrow was in, is incredible he still does Bellator I'll tell you though one of the things to think about too when you go and watch those old shows like Wrestlemania 8 and I mean Heenan you want to talk about like super Saskatoon Saskatoon super <laughs> off-color remarks yeah. that would never obviously would never fly today I mean mm-hmm. Tito Santana Bobby Heenan says you know that movie's called the flying tamale yeah. And the next one is the flying burrito. Yeah. And I just, so many comments are super off color and yep. so inappropriate today. Mm-hmm. This would, ne- would never fly. Yeah. That yeah. kind of, and, and it's, I mean, some of it is really cringeworthy. Yeah. But his timing, but his, his timing was just so, I mean, he's just so, Incredible. so good. Incredible. So good. Yeah. All right. Let's get to night two. And you know what? I know you said, and other people are saying too, night one tonight is fire. 
I'm looking at his Clawford Knight too. It's pretty freaking good. All right. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so you got the women's showcase match. Again, this is not like to be number one contender. It's just the same bullshit. It's just match. All right. Match. So Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler. It's, Ra- it's Rousey and Baszler. We don't Natalia and Shotzi. Let me give you all the participants. All right. And Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. So I was right about Chelsea Green being added, but something's clearly going on with Carmella. Do we know what's up there? Like she's having health no. issues or something? No, so- she's she was she was at Hall of Fame. Well, something's obviously up. I mean, they did a whole they, like Chelsea and Carmelo were buddies, and Sonia, who I love, now got Listen, pigeonholed. I didn't. I didn't click on the headline. I didn't click on the headline in the dirt sheets. But there's people saying that she. I don't know if they're saying it or there's rumors that she's got a little backstage heat. Maybe that's something on it. All right, all right. Uh, this is obvious. It's Rousey and Baszler. Like maybe the easiest match on the entire two night card, right? It, it it is. And by the way. <laughs> I just got to, I mean, can we just recognize the just astronomical fall of Ronda Rousey? I mean, she's just, she was like one of the biggest free agents they ever brought in. She's just, you know, I was thinking, yes, she's just in a match, it seems. Although I think eventually it's going to lead to them being tag champs. But I mean, which is also not that big of a deal for Ronda Rousey. Like she was supposed to be the big, I mean, she, she came in. She was introduced almost to the WWE universe by The Rock. Remember that she was in the mm-hmm. crowd, and then the yeah, Rock that was WrestleMania Thirty One. Yeah, and then her first, well, and then her first match was with Angle against Triple H. And I was there. Again, that was right? in that was like, in New Orleans, WrestleMania Thirty Four. And it's funny. I was just about to say, I think still to today, that's her best match. Her probably. very because she was amazing. I remember watching like, holy shit! I can't believe how good she is. That match was amazing at yeah. WrestleMania Thirty Four. And just, I don't know, she hasn't progressed the way that I think she's also, a lot of people she, thought she would. And we've also talked about this. She has, I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen a person who has alienated two fan bases yeah, it's weird. more than what she has done with, with her post. I don't know why post. she has to do that bullshit where she's constantly, ins- I mean, I don't know, it's a kayfabe, is it not? But where she's constantly got to insult what's going on in pro wrestling. I don't, I don't yeah. get it. But like UFC fans don't like her anymore. She left the sport. Oh, the way she, she left was awful. She left terribly. She doesn't ever go back. She doesn't ever reference MMA. Like, there's nothing, even though she helped build the company. Like, the company is not where it is without her. But she left. She left the sport. And now, yeah, like, she had the comment the other day where she said, like, and again, who knows if it's kayfabe, but she said the shit about, like, if it wasn't for a bunch of octogenarians writing scripts that they think is right, me and Liv could have done know, a lot kayfabe more. But kayfabe can't be referenced in scripts, you know? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Just... I don't like it. I don't like it. I. I, I do anyways. think. I. I do hope that we're we're headed in direction of like Rousey, Shayna, SummerSlam. Yeah, that would be a great match. That and would a good, be awesome. and, it's a, and it's a good story. Like it's she just Rousey's bad at the storytelling part of this whole thing. Yep. And there's a built-in story there. Shayna is. is so good. Like Shayna deserves so much better. Yeah. And I just I have to believe with Triple H running the show that he knows that. Yes. You know. Yes, so yes. I hope that's where we're going. Okay. Uh, Hell in a Cell, Edge, Finn Balor. I was hoping, and it seems this is the case. They're bringing back the old cell, the original one yes. with the you know the the cage looks like uh you know it's gray. It's the regular fence links instead of the red bullshit. So I like that they're bringing back the old school Hell in a Cell. Uh, I think this match is going to be a lot of fun, obviously, and I think Finn wins. I think Finn gets. I, I do win. too. I do too. It's yeah. important. I think he has to win. He he's sim- similar like with him and in Rollins, right? Like when was the last time Finn won a huge match? It's been a while, right? Like he and, needs something. And th- now my one so there's a couple things that we could look forward to for this, right? There are I guess there are rumblings that we're gonna get brood edge, sure. which would be amazing. He sort of implied it, hasn't he? He's sort of like implied that he's gonna mm-hmm. be and brood. he's come back as brood edge like a year and a Once. half ago. He yeah, did like it, you know. So time, yeah. it, and that would be awesome. Like if you're gonna do it, WrestleMania. Let's do a whole grand entrance. Let's do Brood Edge. Let me ask you, is there any scenario where we get Gangrel? Well, I was going to ask you. So he, did you see his – he 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 posted it on Instagram. So, it, it, again, Gangrel, old school, yeah, understands the I business. I know where you're going. Yep. He made he posted on Instagram implying that he's leaving LA. Yep. I, I think it's bullshit. I think yeah. it's bullshit. I think Gangrel knows what's up. I, I think, yeah, I think he's old school. 
And I think Gangrel's trying to get you, trying to you know get you off his thirty off the scent. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, cool. I'm, I I'm, totally I'm, agree. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm good with it. Now the one part that I don't that that I don't. What's like, he gonna? What's is he gonna? Is he gonna? Is he gonna drink the blood and spray it in? Uh, in um, one of the Judgment Day's eyes. I think it's just about bringing bringing Edge down yeah. to the ring, you know. But yeah. the one thing that I don't like that they did here. Even though we we know and we would have had a good hunch anyway that it's going to be Demon Finn Balor, I wish they didn't give it away. I wish that we were waiting for the entrance, like, be the demon, be the demon. Yeah. And then he comes out as the demon. They gave it away. Yeah. I, I wish they, they didn't give it away. Yeah, giving it away doesn't really sell more tickets. Or, I wish they didn't. Or, or, right. Or, uh, totally. Get more people to watch, right? Totally. Like, I wish they didn't give it away. away. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, so that kind of bums me out that they gave that away. All right. But I still think it's Finn. I think it, I think it has to be Finn. I think so, too. Uh, Brock Lesnar, Omos. I think this match is going to be fun. It's going to be a five-minute Haas fight. I already told you, Brock Lesnar's magic. I trust everything that Brock Lesnar is in. And we're going into the match saying, okay, is Brock going to be able to take him to Suplex City? It's an attraction-type match, and I'm into it. Yeah, I I love it. It's, I'm actually looking forward to this just as much as a lot of the matches on this card. I, I think it's going to be really fun. And I actually don't know who's going to win. I, I think Omos can win. I think if Omos wins, it tells you a lot about where the future lies for Brock. I agree. Yeah. If he loses, he's probably not going to be around much longer. Like, I can't see him losing at Mania to Omos and then, like, wanting to be – like, I think that that'll tell us a lot about the future for him. Look, uh, Brock's been putting I don't guys over – I don't really have a pick. Like, I'm going to go with Brock just because I, I just don't see – it's just, like, it's hard for me to imagine Brock losing to Omos at WrestleMania, but I could I, – I don't – I, w- I wouldn't be overly shocked, but I think it's Brock. I think Brock wins. WrestleMania 35, Brock lost to Drew McIntyre. WrestleMania Drew McIntyre. Okay. WrestleMania 36, Brock lost to Seth Rollins. It's Seth Rollins. I, WrestleMania I it. 38, he lost to Roman Reigns. What did he fight in 37? 37, I was there. Did he have a match? He must have had a match. I don't right? remember. I don't remember. I'll look it up. 37. But and this I'm, year, I'm, listen, like, I'm not, like Brock I'm, loses a lot at WrestleMania yeah, is what I'm but saying. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that Brock isn't there to do the business. Brock will do the business. I just, it's it's not, it's Omos. It's it's not one of those guys. It's like, uh, I don't know. It just seems, unless there's like a huge plan for Omos. Like the question is, what is the plan? Because if you're going to have him beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, they must have some type of plan for him. But how much can you do with Omos? How much, how far can you take this guy? I don't, I guess I don't really know. But um, yeah, that's the guys you named are Hall of Famers. Or I don't know about Drew, but the other guys, right? I mean, Drew might, who, when it's all said and done, who knows? But those guys, he lost to Hall of Famers at WrestleMania. He didn't lose to Omos. So. Intercontinental Championship, Gunther, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus. I already told you I can make a case. Brock Brock was not at 37. Oh, so there you go. So he hasn't won at WrestleMania since beating Roman at 34. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, Intercontinental Championship match, Gunther, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus. I can make a case for all three of these guys. I think the least likely one, though, is Drew McIntyre. I, agree. I, be- I do believe that Gunther retains. I do, too. I've been back and forth on this. I, I've... I, I w- I've been trying to talk myself into Sheamus winning and then Gunther going into the titles, title picture. I don't think it's going to happen yet. I think Gunther's going to be Intercontinental champ for a long time. Uh, yeah, and and I think this match I mean, he's already the third long. I think he's already the third longest, right? So I think maybe he breaks the record. Who's number one? Is it Miz? No, it's... Um, so Honky Tonk? It's Honky Tonk and then... And the Miz. No, it's no. not Miz. I, I think it's... Sab- Is it Macho Man? Hold on. It's, no, it's it's not. It's a it's a Hall of Famer. It's not Miz. Really? Um, okay. Someone was talking about it. I was listening to a podcast that uh, not perfect. No, I, I, I it's um, honky tonk. I love it that honky tonk is still the longest. It's amazing. Um, That's so good. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it. Can it be Ultimate War? Ultimate War had it for a, over a year. No, God, why am I blanking? I I thought it was Macho Man. Nah, ma- ma- I don't think ma- Macho didn't even have it for a year. He lost it at three. He wasn't Honky the Tonk Man. Two. Well, according to this list, Honky Tonk Man, Pedro Morales, and then Macho Man. Wow. Okay, so Macho's third. And then I, and then I guess now Gunther. So it's awesome. I don't know. Yeah. All right, the women's championship match: Bianca Belair, Oscar, 
Love what they've done with Asuka. I love it that she's not dancing around anymore. This match, I think, is going to be great. I think most people are picking Asuka. I think it's Bianca Belair. I think Bianca Belair has not had any kind of momentum in a long time, which a lot of people would say, yeah, that's why she's going to lose. I think it's the opposite. I think beating Asuka at WrestleMania gets her back a lot of momentum. I think Bianca retains. So I have, and we'll go, we can go through it real quick in, in a little bit, but I have my um, list of, my top five list of people I want to see return or debut this weekend or Monday. Do you want me to give one away here? Let's just do all five right now, but heading into the uh, main event match. Let's just give it to me now. Okay. Let's do it. Well, okay, so I'll give you one because I one of them directly relates to this match. Okay. Because this is what I want to see. I want to see Asuka win, and then I want to see Kyrie show up. Yeah, that'd be cool as hell. Yeah, that's that'd what be I want. cool. That'd be really cool. I, I don't think, think it's going to happen, but that'd be really cool. There's no reason why it would. I mean, Kyrie, she's a free agent. She's a free agent, and she has said in interview. I mean, she's mentioned WWE and AEW people, but she has mentioned how she wants to be stateside, wrestle people here. You know, Triple H. She was one of the best NXT champions they had under Triple H. It's it's a, it would be a great story. It would be a, it would be great. If Bailey that. were to wind up having a singles run, and Damage Control were to kind of break away. You could, could see Kyrie and and Io Sky getting back together. Yeah, or fighting. She mentioned Io as someone she wants to fight. So, but that so she's one of my top five returns. I want to. Who see are the because... others you want to see this weekend, including Monday night? Go ahead. Okay, um, two of them off the top five and four in a, in ranking order are sort of for seem to be foregone conclusions. That's why I didn't rank them as high. Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah, Randy Orton's like, the guy that I want to return this weekend, but I think it's going to be Monday. Yeah, but he, they, they supposedly all the internet sleuths that are tracking airplanes say that Randy Orton's in LA. So. And I especially think if Cody wins, Randy's a pretty damn good challenger right there for the title. That's that a great cool. story. Yeah. Um, number four would be Jay White, which seems more and more like a foregone. Like people, it just seems. I don't like think that's happening. a WrestleMania thing, though. Maybe that's a Raw after Mania. No, no, I'm I'm talking about Raw WrestleMania yeah. or Raw after Mania. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, number three, Matt Cardona. Okay. Who I th- I still I think if Cardona shows up in WWE, he could be a massive babyface. Like not not as big as Cody, but I think he could be pretty huge in his current the way he currently is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie was number two for me. Okay, and then number one, Biggie. Whether he wrestles or not, I just doesn't want he have back. to have an appearance? It's it's such a no. That's a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Is for Big E. I was and watching New Day's Will. doing nothing. New Day's doing nothing this weekend. It's ah, such a no-brainer. Wait, hold on. Are they doing nothing? Are they? Or is the New Day doing a match with the Cinemojis in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch match? <laughs> Are they? Big E returning this Remi- weekend I'm not, is, that's such not a, a, is such Zaz, an easy that, move. Zaz, I'm not joking. There's I know video. you're not joking. They, they put a joke. They put a video out of the New Day training the Cinemojis in Lucha Libre or whatever. Let, let me ask you something. That that might happen. That's a match that's going to happen. Let me ask you before we get to the main event. Well, there's one other match we need to, to talk about, too. The main event. The Bobby Lashley Open Challenge. He put out an open challenge for this weekend. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, he put out a video. He said, whoever wants it, you can't have WrestleMania. Whoever wants it can get it? Yeah, he said. Whoever he said, come get these hands. No. Um, speaking of which, speaking of that, let me tell you. Know I love a, a battle royal. All right, yeah. that Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal last night was awesome. It was yeah, awesome. It was, good. it was a great but battle how, royal. But, but by the way, I mean, it's not their fault. I guess they they don't know that. I guess they they can see this coming. La Knight is so over that when he got eliminated, it kind of took the air out of the rest of the match. The best part of the match for me. And look, they know this. They hear it. Triple H knows this. That crowd was so hot for LA Knight. So hot for him when he was in the Final Four. Every move he was making, anytime it looked like he was about to get eliminated. And then, of course, when he did, the crowd was... That crowd was hot as hell for LA Knight. And they obviously noticed that. So I thought that was a great thing last night. Yeah, I mean, I just hope that this open challenge is not... LA Knight getting squashed by Bobby Lashley because that would that would be a bad situation. How about just you know maybe it's an injury? I don't know what the hell it is, but how about just zero mention of the Bray Wyatt storyline? Just nothing. Just just vanishing like a fart in the wind. 
I just, I kind of fear that this open challenge is going to be answered by either Uncle Howdy or Bray. Well, I hope so. Can you give me some type of cl- conclusion to the story? Yeah. Like, give me yeah. nothing. You know, come on, don't yeah. treat me like I'm stupid. I know th- this was a thing and now it's gone. You know, yeah. anyway. Yep. Uh, lastly, before I get to the main event here, do we see Vince on television this weekend? He's never not been on camera for so. WrestleMania. I don't think so. Well, okay, I guess in that respect, maybe like a backstage thing. Yeah, anything. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could see it. I think it's, so. It's weird. It's I a think weird so. situation, man. It's a, it's just a weird situation. I don't know. It's, but you, I guess you could. He's there. They, they they've been making a big deal about how he's out there, but I don't. Yeah, I think we I see him. Do. I don't think Nick, there's a segment necessarily, but I I think we see him. I wonder what you saw. Nick Khan was on first take, and he's yeah. been doing interviews and stuff. And he said there's going to be a ton of surprises this weekend. I like, love what it. could that? What could that? I mean? don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm going to be surprised. I don't know what it is. I love an, it. An extra song by Snoop Dogg. I love yeah. it. I love it. I, and now there are no performances this year, right? There's three, I think. Who's who the fuck is performing? Well, I, there's a rumor that Lil Uzi Vert is going to be performing. Who? He's a rapper or whatever he is. Um, I think Snoop Snoop's on the poster. So, okay, wow, I didn't know that. Um, and then I think there's another one, but I think there's at least two or three performances. Yeah. You're telling me Elias is not going to perform? Well, maybe that'll be. You got to have Elias and Rick Boogs perform. What yeah, are we Boogs, doing? Bo- you got to have Boogs. Yeah. yeah. Boogs is yeah. over, man. Elias Boogs and Rick is... Boogs. Come on. Boogs is so good. Let's Boogs go. So good. All right. Good. Finally here. Undisputed championship. Roman Reigns. Cody Rhodes. I do not believe that Cody is a lock. All right. The bloodline is the greatest thing in wrestling right now. Roman Reigns is one of the biggest stars of all time. It's not like, hey, you know what we should do? We should take the belt off of our massive moneymaker. So, like, I don't think it's a lock that Cody Rhodes yeah. wins. Mm-hmm. But but it does feel like, and especially with Cody winning the Royal Rumble, sometimes the thing that you think is happening, it's happening. And so I, I do believe Cody wins. I do too. I think if Cody loses, I don't know where we go from here with Cody, um, which is not a bad thing. I mean, like he could do whatever. He's so good. We know where Roman goes if he loses. Like the the story's in the story set, right? Jay, it's, Jay, the, it's, it's his family. Well, or it's just like the dissension within the yeah. bloodline and what happens next. With, he has a built-in story. Whether he wins or loses, it's the bloodline. It's like what happens next to the bloodline. Um, Cody, it's like, all right, he lost. Now, what? what is he just like Gunther maybe because they had the Royal Rumble. I don't know. But like, it's just, uh, yeah, I think it's Cody. There's so much you can do with him as a face champion. Yep. Roman, Roman de- probably deserves some time off. I mean, the guys, I know deserves he's not. Time on- off. He doesn't work house shows. He works one day a week. What do you mean time I know, off? but the guy's been champion for like three years. I mean, being champion is not just showing up to the shows, right? Like you got to do all the other things. private everywhere. Oh God! All right, we're. I mean, listen. I know I shouldn't have sympathy for the multi-million-dollar world time champion, off. but but he's probably going to take some time off. Or, you know, the guy came back from having leukemia and then became one of the greatest wrestlers ever. So you know, uh, I'll, I'll give him some time off. Um, yeah, I think it's Cody. Shit's gonna be good though. The whole thing's yeah. gonna be good. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Are you watching? Are you, now people are listening to this right now. It's probably already happened. But are you are you dialed into Stand and Deliver? Are you watching NXT? Well, I was just gonna, well, I was gonna ask you, and I don't. I'm gonna watch. Them. I know this is gonna come off like dickish, but I will. I'll, I guess I'll preface this by saying I have clinical anxiety. I've taken medicine for it. Mm-hmm. Is Roxanne Perez gonna overcome her anxiety and win the ladder match? Is that That's... also Hangman Page's thing? Isn't he like the anxious? Cowboy? I don't know, man. I, I just like. That's where we went with all of this. She fainted in the ring. I mean, that's where, by the way, also, I would like to point out that I first saw the clip from NXT of her and Shawn Michaels backstage without any sound. Me me too. I was watching without sound. I thought I was watching a porn. (laughs) It looked like a soap opera for sure. It looked like the beginning of maybe one or two adult videos that I've seen. It was Uh, you you thought Shawn Michaels was about to say, I'll tell you exactly how you get back in this ring. Yeah. I'll tell you what you need to do. Listen, Roxanne Perez is 21 and she looks 18. Mm -hmm. And Shawn Michaels looks like a lot of guys that they don't show their faces in those movies. Uh, I was just like, what is happening here? And the acting was about as good as an adult film. Um, but th- I couldn't believe that that was where they went. 
Like I got to win my title for all the people with anxiety. I get it. I, trust me. I know more so than what a lot is of the people. main event on stand deliver today. Uh, it's Carmelo Hayes versus Ron Raker. No, but I, I mean, for the women, like what, what's, what's the championship for the women? Like, is it, oh, it's, a, it's a ladder match. It's a ladder match with five, with five of them. Yeah. Including Roxanne. Including Roxanne. Yeah. Okay. We're all rooting for Indy, right? Obviously. I guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. I mean, Come I will on, say the North man. American title match is probably going to be in nuts, like absolutely insane. How about, you know, what's a weird thing. And Grayson Waller versus Johnny Gargano is going to be really good too. You know, what's a weird thing. The show is 10 a.m. local time. Well, no. Well, oh yeah. Over there. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. weird. That is weird. But That's I mean, weird. I guess. Like, like it's, it, we're, it's the morning right now. We'd be arriving to. Crypto.com Arena right now to watch WWE pay-per-view. That's weird, man. I'm, I'm trying to get breakfast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's it's, weird. It's, it is crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. All right, uh, man. By the way, just shout out, or I guess not shout out, you know, thoughts to last night was Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor. Man, the the top flight guys, no luck. I don't know if you saw that, but did one of them get hurt? Did the the brother get hurt again? He's always hurt. No, Dante got hurt really he he snapped his ankle oh, like lot like like it was like, one of those like Sid vicious style in the ring like it, it was a, a a canadian destroyer off a ladder outside the ring on it was it was i know i i talk about some this. of these I moves are too much that's what man. i'm saying i talk about this right like it's at, at a certain point it's like a, a chop is just as effective as flipping outside of a ring onto a ladder i'm I with mean, you man it's just like, it's too and much by the way, sometimes. I don't know if you saw Bret Hart. Bret yep. Hart did an interview and he's like, yep. I can't watch wrestling anymore. I, and like, yeah, like, look, wrestling's like, a, changed, but like, I, I hear what he's saying. He's like, at a certain point, you got 20 guys standing out on or outside of a ring waiting for someone to dive onto them. It's like, that's not wrestling. And I, I see his point. And yep. that's, that's, that's a different situation. But man, so now, you know, the one brother had the car accident. He was out forever. Now the other brother snaps his ankle. Who knows wow. what's going to happen? There? I mean, eh, shitty. But, um... Man, that it sucks. But I will say, uh, how about this? And then last thing on 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 Ring of Honor, Mark Briscoe fought uh, Samoa Joe. So yeah. Mark Mark Briscoe will no longer fight tag matches. Like I saw that. I matches. think it's cool. Yeah, only singles matches or or, or like trios. three three man tag. Whatever. Even though that's technically tags, even that's okay. <laughs> Mark Briscoe in the post fight said, you know, it says Jay's having a better night than me. I fought Samoa Joe. He's up there fighting Eddie Guerrero. I was like, man, that's a pretty that guy. I don't know if you've listened to his interviews. Mark Briscoe is an entertaining dude. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, it's it's interesting that you said that because I am I am very in on whatever he's doing. Like yeah. I, I think he's, he's great. Yeah, he's he's fun. But uh, yeah, I don't really know much about what else happened on the show. I just saw those two things, but I, I feel bad for those top flight guys because they just they can't catch a break. But I guess that's the risk you take when you when you do what they do. Look, when, you're, when your name is Top Flight, sure. you're taking some risks. Yep, yep. This will be a really great weekend. Appreciate everybody who's listening to our WrestleMania preview show here. Joey, why don't you tell all of uh, all of your listeners and all of your fans that you'll you'll talk to them next week. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next week. I think we – what do we decide, Zaz? We're going to do a Monday We should. After uh, either Raw Monday or reaction. Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, one but or the we'll, other. But we're going to – instead of doing the, the standard, like, Mania reaction, we're going to wait till after No, let's – like, yeah, let's include Raw after Mania. Yeah. We're going to include Raw after Mania because it's basically linked. So yeah, we'll, so we'll probably uh, pump something out on Tuesday, including all three days. Probably what perfect. We'll do. Yeah, it's good because we – you know, if we do the regular reaction, then we don't get to react to the returns. And yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. You know, that stuff, so – all right, cool. Well, then I'll, I'll see you all on Tuesday. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. Enjoy WrestleMania. <laughs>